I was abandoned by my father when I was just five years old. That's statistically speaking, that I would be uh, 10 times more likely to abuse drugs as an adult. I didn't know that I'd be 20 times more likely to be incarcerated or go to jail. Uh, I even got in with some of the bad boys and some of the people who were doing some bad things until I was about 35 years old. I met the woman of my life. It was like hitting the lottery and not having to pay taxes. We got married and six weeks in, we got the news. In absolute fear that I would fail as a father, I am gonna make it my job to be the dad that I wished I had. I believe that it's my life's mission. What I wanna do is I wanna gift each and every single one of you a copy not a PDF, a copy, a hard copy of my book. Powerful lessons that if you just pick just one, just one lesson and you implement it, you're gonna see a difference in your child's life. So the big question is this, how are parents like us who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Hey, welcome to this episode. Welcome to my first ever podcast, um, I Don't Know Jack About Parenting. <laughs> I don't know jack about parenting says uh, it all, I believe, because I believe that that's what most parents feel about. That's the feeling they have. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do this. On top of that, it doesn't come with a manual. And uh, my recent experience of having a seven-year-old and a one-year-old, both boys, is that even when I think I've figured something out, they continue to grow and give me new challenges. So I, it feels like on a continual basis that this guy right here just doesn't know jack about parenting. Uh, why do I want to start a podcast? Well, uh, multiple reasons. One, it's a way for me to, to voice my thoughts and learn and document what it is uh, that's going on in my own parenting journey. But I am a big believer that when you share something, it gets deeper, more deeply embedded in yourself, right? If, if you learn something and then you teach it, uh, because you're teaching it, it, it just becomes a, a, a little bit more part of who you are, part of your DNA. So it gives me the opportunity to just uh, share my own thoughts. So allow me to introduce myself. I am Ryan Roy. I am a believer. I am a husband and I am a father. I'm also a speaker and I am at this point a best-selling author of the book called Be the Dad You Wish You Had, which is a pretty exciting feat. I want you to understand a little bit about me. Um, I was abandoned by my father when I was just five years old. At the time, I really didn't know what that meant, right? I didn't have any reaction to it. It was just my reality. At the time, I didn't know, statistically speaking, that I would be uh, 10 times more likely to abuse drugs as an adult. I didn't know that I'd be 20 times more likely to be incarcerated or go to jail uh, as an adult. I, I, I had no clue. Uh, plus, 
as as I was growing up, uh, I always just I was I was pretty social. I, I played sports. I was able to always find a group of boys, no matter where we were. As I got into adolescence and and, and high school, I pl I played a lot of sports there. Uh, I I was in some of the uh, more advanced classes. Uh, I, I just had an eclectic group of of guys um, in all facets of life uh, i even got in with some of the bad boys and some of the people who are doing some bad things um, but because uh, i was somewhat aware and i don't know why necessarily um, i was able to pull myself away from some of those kids that were getting into trouble some of those kids who ended up abusing those drugs some of those kids who ended up as adults getting incarcerated i pretty much um scathed myself i didn't i didn't endure any of that pain as an adult i was one of the lucky ones but that didn't mean that as i got into my adult years there was this longing to want to know who my father was but there was this longing not only to know who he was but to know who i was through him so much so that because i didn't know who he was i made a very conscious effort to not become a father myself. I was in long-term relationships. Women wanted to have uh, my children and I just did not want to go there in, in absolute fear that I would fail as a father because I didn't have a role model and I didn't know what that looked like. I went through a number of years uh, feeling this way. I saw friends, some family members uh, all start to have kids, you know, grow their career. And I was like, I am not gonna have that family. I'm not gonna have those kids. Uh, that is not me. Until I was about 35 years old, I met the woman of my life. And it, it was actually like hitting the lottery because as we started having those conversations about where we were gonna be, what, what we wanted out of life, uh, she shared with me that if we were going to proceed forward, you know, we're having these intense conversations. Hey, you know, do you want kids? And I was like, well, you know, do you want kids? And she says, well, I, I was told that I only have a 5% chance of having children. So if that's what you want going into this, you, sh you should know that. For me, it was like hitting the lottery and not having to pay taxes. I found this beautiful, amazing woman who I would not have to face my greatest fear with because she was unable, according to some doctors, not able to conceive. We got married and six weeks in, we got the news. She was pregnant with our first child. Now you would think that I was scared, but I, I really believed that I was gonna create life with the person I'm gonna spend the rest of my life with. So I was ecstatic about that. But really quickly I realized, wow, I'm gonna be a dad. And, and I don't know how to do this. So I started reading every article I can read on parenting. I grabbed parenting magazines. I started reading blogs. The internet's a big part of my life, right? So I went there. I, I went to the bookstore and I started buying books like uh, What to Expect When Expecting the Expectant Father. Uh, any dad stuff I can do. I started Googling, uh, what does it look like to be a good dad? Um, I remember getting on Facebook and all of my high school friends, I got it on this big thread, I tagged everybody and I said, give me one piece of advice about parenting you wish somebody had given you before you 
uh, had your kid and, and, and I got some amazing responses, but I realized that everybody had a different parenting style, right? Everybody had their own opinion. And I, I'll tell you, I, I took some of that information and I, I, I held on to it. It made a lot of sense to me. Some of it I threw out, to be quite frank and honest with you, because I'm going to tell you what my guiding light was. At some point, somewhere internally, I said, you know what? I don't have the tools. I don't. I look at that as a positive. I didn't have a bad influence. As a matter of fact, I am going to make it my job to be the dad that I wished I had. What does that guy look like? And I literally put down lists of qualities that I thought a good dad would have. I started putting down behaviors, right? Things I can do with my children uh, that I thought a good dad would do. I literally put myself in my younger self's shoes and said, what did you miss out on that you wished you could have accomplished? And I'm so excited to let you guys know now that I'm starting this podcast, that I'm starting a a blog to go along with it. Uh, I've written a book that I have two absolutely amazing young boys. And and so many times when we go out in public or so many times I I witness other people parenting and and I, I get an opportunity to either share or I get an opportunity or somebody asks, your kids are so well behaved, like what do you do? I often give them some, what I consider to be really simple common sense advice. I consider that because I've spent hours and hours and hours of time researching what it is to be a good parent. I've implemented these skills into their development. And what seems second nature to me and really common sense, the more I think about it really isn't. I've just put in the long hours and dedication to finding out what it is and making sure I implement that. So that brings me to why I wrote the book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had. It's 40 powerful lessons, telling you, powerful lessons that if you just pick just one, just one lesson and you implement it, you're going to see a difference in your child's life. But if you were to implement all 40 over time, and these aren't things that you do just once or things that you do continually and they become part of your routine. Um, if you implement them, I almost guarantee you without fail that you will have the blessing of well-behaved, respectful children that you can entrust will go out into the world and make you proud. I want to share with you one story. It was a big proud moment of mine uh, when my oldest was going into elementary school. We, we got invited to the elementary school to go and visit the school so that he felt comfortable in his transition. Part of that was to go and have lunch at the cafeteria, go through the line so he would see what that was like. You know, he grabs his milk, he grabs his tray, grabs his entree, has a choice of a fruit or a vegetable and all these different things. Uh, he goes through, he has to say his name loud and proud, right? So she could take payment that's on the account. Uh, we go through, we sit down and I remember looking around, unfortunately, as as parents, fortunately, unfortunately, whatever way you want to look at it, we tend to compare. So as we sat down and I'm helping him open his milk, I'm looking and I'm seeing other kids open their milk. And I was like, oh, maybe you can open up your juice. And he tries and he can't really do it. I'm looking, I'm seeing other kids able to do this. And I'm literally embarrassed as a father. I'm thinking to myself, what have I done wrong that I'm sending my four, almost five-year-old into the world and he can't open up his milk carton? 
let me fast forward after that as I'm judging myself as a parent. Uh, I, I move forward into where at the media center and whoever's guiding the tour, there's probably about 30 parents, meaning there's 30 kids, uh, ages four and five, running around the media center or the library. And as we're listening intently to whoever the person is touring and explaining us about the school, uh, we quickly realized as parents, the kids were running around and unfortunately they started pulling all of the books off of the shelves and, and making a mess in the library. Imagine the library and going, ah, my books are all on the floor. I have to restack these in order. So as I quickly make my way and find my son, to my surprise, to my delight, my kid, and I looked around, I surveyed as best I could. To my delight, my son is picking the books up and trying to put them back on the shelves. See, in that moment, I realized that it took me four and a half, almost five years to teach him respect. To teach him respect for other things. To teach him right from wrong. And I can teach him how to open a milk carton in just minutes or, 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 or maybe an hour max or a couple times trying. See, in that moment, I knew that I shouldn't be judging myself because I have instilled values into my son that were irreplaceable at the time and he continues to have that type of respect today at seven years old. I'm watching my little one, believe it or not, as I'm reading my own book. I read my own book, uh, Be the Dad You Wish You Had 40 Power Lessons Becoming a Powerful Dad. I read my own book as I'm watching my one-year-old grow up. I'm like, what, what did I do with this one? I want to duplicate that and I often go, oh, I haven't quite hit that lesson yet. Let me... Uh, hit this lesson also. So what I want to do here on this podcast as I'm starting this podcast and the and the book is newly out there, I'd like to offer it to each and every single one of you for free. Uh, I hope you uh, please uh, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, you, you will underneath the podcast have access to other ways to listen to me or watch me on, via YouTube or Facebook. What I want to do is I want to gift each and every single one of you a copy, not a PDF, a copy, a hard copy of my book. Um, all I ask that you do is you pay the shipping and handling so that I can get it there. But I want to gift you a copy of the book. And the reason I want to do that is because I believe that it's my life's mission at this point to impact and empower more dads to become the dad that they wish they had. And that's why I'm starting this podcast. That's why I'm starting a YouTube channel. That's why I have a blog going and that's why I have other books and programs that I'll be making. But this is just the start of it. So if you like this, you know, subscribe. If you really like it, share it with a dad or two or a mom or two because the, the principles I'm gonna be teaching are universal to parents. Um, so I'm excited. Go get your free copy now at the link, be the dad you wish you had.com. We'll see you in the next episode. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had, at 
be the dad you wish you had.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to be the dad you wish you had.com now and get it while it's free.